I think, is if we want to be a movement of Jesus followers impacting Anglesey and building the kingdom here, then I think we've got to have a bit of strategy, haven't we? Like when you look at Jesus and Paul and like the early church, they were quite strategic in how they grew the early church across wherever it was, you know, Corinthians going into, going into Rome and everything. There was a strategy. And so for us as a team, we're like, right, what, you know, we've only got this group of people. We all want to be moving together on the same page, heading towards the same stuff together because we're far more powerful as a group than we are as just individuals. And I love like what Marie brought this morning of we've got all of our individual stuff going on in our hands, but bring it together and move forward, we create something really powerful. That's how, it's how Christianity has spread through a group of people willing to lay down some of their personal stuff in order to sacrifice for the kingdom. And so that's what we're looking at this morning. We're going to look at, okay, so what does that mean for 2019 Kapal Galadi Lighthouse Church? What are the things that we are intentionally going to go after? What are the things we're intentionally going to give money to, we're going to give time to, we're going to give resource to, so that we're all moving in the same direction together? And so we've broken it up into our mission statement, shock, of following Jesus, building community at Levin Anglesey. And um, I'm going to hand over now to um, both of you, are you busy with this? Both, yeah? To John and Marie, who are going to share um, a little bit about what does that mean in terms of our goals for following Jesus, discipleship to Jesus Christ. So I'll hand over to you guys. I don't know about you, but sometimes a few words people say really stand out above all the other words and one of the words that was spoke at this church was by Ness she came in October and she's the person that commissioned Alan and Rachel to set this church up and one of the things she said she challenged us, all the people that were there and said challenged our expectations of what church was going to be like and she challenged us to put down some of our preconceptions and some of our old ideas about what church was like because this church is going to be fruitful and it is going to get you know people coming in from outside and that was one of those words that really resonated with me and I'll throw that out again this morning and myself I've been incredibly challenged last year about what my ideas about church were um, as well so I count myself in that now this morning was a bit like messy church wasn't it and that might be some out of someone's people's comfort zone but I noticed an amazing amount of creativity in that messiness and life can be incredibly messy sometimes but God is a God who brings order out of chaos and this church is very early days, but I know God has got an incredible plan to use us and to make something incredible out of that. And something that's really important to me and is something I feel really passionate about is the, um, the Christian life and discipleship. And we know from the Bible, Peter talks about when we first become Christians, we're to crave spiritual milk, we're to gorge on the things, um, the basic things, but there comes a point when you move on from milk and you go on to solid foods, and there comes a point in your Christian life where you, you start to develop, and like Marie was saying, you start to show more of those, those characters of God in your life, and for me, discipleship should be a really important goal for us this year it's building a culture of discipleship 
through our small groups, through one-to-one, through our friendships, being accountable to each other. And it's also about taking responsibility for our own spiritual development and growth. Seanid told me about her job a few weeks ago, and she works in a nursery in a tiny little tot. And I imagined it would all be about changing nappies, but she said, no, they're on a journey. There's only a few of them that are still in nappies and a few that need feeding. A lot of them are starting to walk, talk, they're telling about it, they're self-managing. And it's exactly what we should be like as Christians. Um, it's not going to be much fun for Rachel if there's 50 people that need bottle feeding and nappy changing in a spiritual sense. When we're going to be most effective is if we're all moving on a journey. We can help the people below us and above us on, our, on, on that journey. So it's about discipleship, having Jesus' model to follow. It's being more kingdom-minded. It's actually being counter-cultural, so we need each other on this journey because we're going to get opposition. And it affects every area of our lives, from our relationships, sex and money, our health, our well-being, and the way we use social media and our outlook to mission. So discipleship's really key. So um, the next area um, that we want to think about for this year is um, developing a culture of honour that encourages, that speaks life, that challenges sin, and it recognises the strengths and weaknesses of others and commits to reconcile relationship with truth, mercy, justice and peace and I've just put here that God's a holy God he's forgiven us and we need to live in harmony and be the best we can be you know honoring to him and just thinking about what comes out of our mouths sometimes is what's actually in our hearts so it's developing that culture of honor that's an encouraging culture and it speaks life I desperately didn't want to become a Christian when I was a young man. I fought it with everything in me. I didn't like the models I saw. But it was prayer that brought me into the kingdom. There was a group of old ladies in a chapel that prayed me into the kingdom. And prayer is an incredibly powerful thing. It's also essential and part of that discipleship thing. Because... Prayer is, at its core is a relationship with God. It's you talking to God. It's him talking to you. Through prayer, you develop humility. Through prayer, you develop a life that is centered on God. Through prayer, you have the resources of heaven at your fingertips. And it's through prayer, persistent prayer, that the power of God can come through and rescue sinners like me. So for me, prayer is incredibly important and prayer is a whole realm of prayer, intercession, personal prayer, corporate prayer. But I think as a body here on Anglesey, prayer is going to be essential. And without thinking about it beforehand, our success as a church will be directly correlated to how much of a praying community we are and how much breakthrough we get is directly correlates to how much of a praying community we are. 
and last but not least, which is kind of close to my heart, really, is developing a culture that celebrates creativity. And that's in all its fullness, really. Um, So that we're, you know, providing opportunities for worship through the arts, not just singing. Um, And God's a creative God, isn't he? And we're a large community, a family with loads of gifts. And it doesn't mean that you have to be good at painting or whatever, but just to start thinking outside of the box, um, really, to how we worship and how we are creative and how we have a creator God who wants more from us, really, is to challenge challenge us that we don't want to be um, in the same way that, you know, we want to be different as a church. I want us to be different as a worshipping community, as an artistic community, as a creative community. And one of those things, gosh, about a year and a half ago I've had on my heart is to kind of set up some kind of creative group. I don't know how that's going to look, but that's my goal for, for this year, to set something up to release people, because I know there's loads of people I haven't even spoken to here that are creative people. And it's just how we bring that into church, how that looks and how that kind of builds... I don't know about you, but one of the things that excites me most about God is that he's alive and he's active in my life and I can see him actively involved in other people's lives. So one of the things we really want to develop is a sense that God is active and God is moving. And this church was born out of prophetic words, incredible instances of uh, people being joined together and coincidences that seen through the eyes of faith are actually God's great plan so one of the things we really want to do is to grow as a prophetic community that each of you um, can be enabled to flow in these supernatural uh, ways God is a spirit and he's a supernatural being and to be able to um, be taught and grow in these prophetic gifts Um, and they are are keys to, to our community to encourage us to build us up but they can also be keys out there in the real world um, to unlock people's situations to set them free so the prophetic is something we want to develop brilliant so um, in terms of discipleship that's what we're focusing on this year so small groups one-to-one discipleship relationships exploring how we worship more creative uh, more creatively creating a culture of prophetic doing a lot of teaching and training around the prophetic um what else was on there culture of honor so we'll look a lot about behaviors um, five love languages, you know, some of our behaviours that we just pick up from our upbringings that are not often very helpful. So me and Al are going to unpack um, some of our goals around our second um, mission statement, which is building community. Um, so the first one is to be a community of celebrations and fun, taking opportunities to celebrate when we corporately meet on Sundays in small groups and at small groups together. That's SGT, by the way. Uh, But also provide time to celebrate and party together. And this is something that as a team, um, (laughs) they've had to remind me, really. This was them like, Rachel, remember fun. Um, So this is, we actually wanted to put it as a goal because it gets done if it's a goal for me. To have more fun. And what this doesn't mean is, right, we want, we, uh, we want to spend 2019 just hanging out with each other, having lots of fun, 
having parties, celebrating. That's not what this goal is about. This goal is about lots of group of people coming together, Lighthouse Church, from different churches, from no churches, from different walks of life. We want to spend time 2019 just intentionally getting to know each other. Some of us know each other really well, some of us don't, but we don't want to be just a church that come on a Sunday and then don't see each other during the week. So high priority is that we get together as part of small groups, we do socials as part of small groups, and we just do, we celebrate well as a community, so like birthdays or when people, you know, get a job or whatever it is, like I know Max and James are brilliant at this, they just like naturally have people around for dinner, um, you know, the Rippins are really good at this as well just the way they've taken Nav in as like an a, a adopted <laughs> child down in the Conroe Valley just, and they just have fun they just, they just like go out they go you know they take the horses they go for Indian takeaways so some of you are brilliant at this do it really naturally but as a community we just want to we want to do more of this and have fun together mm. but not every day of the week because you've got to be hanging out with non-Christians the rest of the time <laughs> um, just to say there's absolutely no chance you can read that on the screen. Um, far too small. So we'll email it out as well so that you can actually then reflect on it and go back through it because there's lots of points. But um, the second point is continue to build strong relationships with other faith communities. Um, so in particular, um, and just to say, we've highlighted these in particular because we really believe that God has given us a shared heart with these people um, and sort of drawn us together really clearly. So this isn't kind of like a completely exhaustive list, but this is just some of the things that entering into 2019, we've been like, you know what? We really want to develop relationships with uh, Hope Church, so with Bo and Ange, uh, with Capel Kildun, with Gobaith Morn um, and Peniel. Peniel? Peniel Chapel, sorry, I just wanted to make sure I said it right, in Tlandonna. Um, just there's been some amazing instances of where shared heart, shared passion, shared vision for stuff have come together that we just really want to um, see through 2019 how we can explore this, how it's not about building empire here, it's not about sort of Capo Galadi, it's not about Lighthouse Church, but actually if what we do here as a group of people releases something for Hope Church in Bangor to see freedom, or releases something in Tlandonna to actually see um, a, a revival of happening in that community, like that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So we want to explore what it means to join together more with those people. Um, and others, but to join together, um, to journey together and actually see kingdom here on Anglesey and across North Wales and across Wales um, expanded, not just our little version. Mm, That's good. Our third goal, so is to establish a pastoral team, so with levels of accountability to respond and care and to include signposting or supporting people to professional counselling when appropriate. One of the things that I've definitely realized since um, beginning Lighthouse Church is there are people in this room that are far better pastorally than me. And sometimes I think we we come in with the um, mindset that the church leader has to be the best teacher, the best apostle, the best, you know, pastorally, the best um, prophet, the best evangelist. And it's just not the case, is it? That's not what we read in Scripture. It's not how God works at all. And for me, pastorally, there are lots of you in this room that are just brilliant at it, far better than me. And um, so for us as a, as a team, it's like, okay, how do we empower those people? And so how do we look after... Um, 
how do we look after the flock, I guess, is in Jesus' term, isn't it? A shepherd looks after the flock and cares for those most vulnerable, cares for the poor. And so we want to develop a team this year that are gifted in that, that can help people um, that, that really need it. Um, that are really struggling and also to build some really good links with local councillors um, to really help people again it's using people's expertise so a counsellor who's had lots of training Christian counsellors are going to be able to do things with people that again we're not going to be able to do we're just not as gifted in that way we've not been trained and it's using what God's given us um, to yeah to, to build community and sort of in that vein as well, our next point is to um, appoint a church administrator um, that is someone who is gifted in administration. So administration really is one of those gifts that um, just people, some people love it, a lot of people really hate it. And um, I think we, we want to pursue having a really high bar on um, our organizational health. We want to make sure that we are never working from a place where um, actually we don't feel equipped already or we're risking something, which is why we've spent so much of 2018 trying to get our safeguarding policy in order, getting registered as a charity, setting up our finances, making sure that our trustees are in place and are functioning well. And like they've been amazing, our trustees, of what they've already brought and what they want to bring over the next year. But as part of this, we also want to um, try and find a way partly to release Rachel to um, actually um, lead and teach and grow and disciple as compared to spending a lot of time administrating um, because it's not your primary gifting as well. And actually to release someone into doing that well, in, a, in a good way of doing that. Now, there is a little bit of a um, asterisk by this of, um, if we're completely honest, currently with our financial sort of situation, being a small church, we can't afford to pay someone for that. Um, But that is maybe where um, we're just praying that someone will see um, as part of their giving and serving that um, to be able to take up some of the administrative help and we would love in the future to be able to actually grow this team for it to be more than just rates for a day a week paid that actually as we grow we can add to team we can grow that it um, becomes a wider thing and um, you know really can uh, grow into that but for 2019 there is this um, releasing um, and building a team that can actually facilitate the organizational health of Capogledi. And then the last one uh, is what it says on the tin, really. Grow the worship team to release those in our community with a heart for sung worship to help lead our corporate expression of worship in Sunday gatherings and at small group together. So again, it's recognizing that there's been a, you know, the Rippins served like week in, week out last year. And it's tough. There's a lot of practice that goes into that. And um, and they're great and they've done it and they just don't complain. <laughs> but we want to... We want to grow in terms of that team, particularly this year. So I'm going to hand over now to uh, Mum and Dad, slash John and Karen, to share the goals for Loving Anglesey. So over to you guys. Off you go. (laughs) Right, okay, get the old folk up last, I understand. Right, we have the, the privilege of, of just presenting this bit, which is the Loving Anglesey bit. Loving Anglesey bit. And uh, I was just really struck by uh, the passage that was read out before, and maybe this is 
the passage for us this year, I don't know, Romans 12. Uh, I'm just going to read it, the first couple of uh, lines uh, from it, um, from the message version. And it says this, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God's, God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. I thought, wow, that's about being in community, doing your everyday life in community. That God, that's what God calls us to do. And I was struck by, I was brought up in a salt town. Um, all my family going back many, many generations were, were salt miners or something to do with, with salt. And I've always been struck whenever I hear salt in the, the Bible mentioned. And uh, I've always been struck as well, it's a, a salt mining. So nowadays, all the salt is put in these big containers, council containers, they look uh, like domes around the place. And uh, if the salt is kept in those domes, it's absolutely useless. In fact, it just gets claggy and sticks together. And if the runoff comes on it, it actually can be a little bit toxic to the surrounding grass. But if you spread it on the roads, it means that things can flow freer and people without realizing can get about and it does its job. And that's what I feel we are called to do as part of a couple Glady community is not just be a holy huddle in our little salt shaker, but to get out of the salt shaker and be salt in our community where it can do some good. So there's a list up here um, that are just some ideas. Please don't think that uh, they are exhaustive or even that these are, right, we've got to keep to these. Um, but the ones that have been have come up and, and seem obvious ones for us um, over the past few months, and the, the top one there um, is to develop youth and children's strategy and work intentionally with Gobaith Mon. And we've already, that's already been talked about with regards to uh, prayer, but I'm sure there's lots of practical and there's lots of things. I'm not going to give you the ideas because I don't know what they are. And this is what the exciting thing about this year is going to be, is how does that work? How does that develop? How can that be expressed? Yeah. So the second thing there, that it says develop and empower gospel confident disciples. So... We're looking, I think, this term, aren't we, at the glorious gospel. So we're getting really back to basics. What does our faith mean? And what does that compel us to be? How does that compel us to be? Not always just about doing, but being. How are we those people in our everyday, as John just read from the message, everyday walking around, going to school, getting up, lives, um, confident in that so that everywhere we go, wherever we are, that is sort of it's sort of overflowing, isn't it, out of us? So that that's number two there. Do you want me to carry on? Yeah, I'll carry on with them. We've not quite worked this out as splendidly as the other two, as you can imagine. But there we go. Um, yeah, Hav and Kevney, we had that fantastic uh, privilege to go just before Christmas and carol sing, and there, there was a real buzz there, a real um, sense that this was a you know it's on our doorstep. It's just. Ooh, disorientated. That way. Yeah, it's just up there. So, so close. And you can go for coffee, you know. And there's a real community there that I think maybe God's going to do something there and grow 
grow links. Uh, so we've really put that down as one of our intentional goals to, to develop that relationship. And um, the same with Parkrun. Again, we feel that God has, um, even before we came, there, were, there was a word, a prophetic word about sport on the island. So we want to really see what God wants to do in developing those links. Um, Alan's already involved. We are more loosely. Caleb was a marshal yesterday. Um, ringing his bell. And um, yeah, we really want to love Anglesey by getting into these very practical places that, that God might want to just, you know, have, uh, get us serving, really, and loving people. Yeah, and um, one of the ideas was that as a community, even if you're not involved in these things, uh, the, there was work last uh, year at uh, the, the school in Newborough where that was painted and the, there was a flash mob group that went out there and painted the toilets in the school. And that's fantastic and I'm sure ideas are going to come up during this year and it's sharing that and saying, right, okay, how can we help with that? That's something we could just do uh, to bless community around around us, aren't there? Yeah, just, just on that, I think as John's saying that, you know, we're the six of us are, have sort of spoken this morning, but you might be sitting there and there's other things and and they'll come up during the year that, you know, check that out with us. And um, if God's putting something in your head or in your heart, um, yeah, these are not exhaustive, are they? And, and God will show us how we can love Anglesey. These are some of the ways that we know we think we know already well there's another one there that might not be exhaustive but it looks a bit exhausting to me uh, <laughs> because it's talking about developing outdoor community of Anglesey intentionally going doing crazy stuff now that is as broad as your imagination I suppose uh, but uh, I'm going to leave that it's just examples it's just things that can and happen there uh, and uh, be included um, as far as blessing the community is concerned and then the last one yeah, we've put down there Strength and Marriages of Anglesey through offering marriage courses for those in and outside. So the people already that obviously we know within our community here, but anyone else, you know, that might want to benefit from something really practical that we can facilitate. So that's another goal that we really sense that, that God's wanting us to, to, to develop and, and have give that opportunity really strengthen those relationships that we know get battered um it's very real so um yeah okay brilliant so loads to to digest and chew on that like alan said we'll post it on facebook and we'll email it out to everybody um so do make sure the contact cards if you've never given us your contact details it would be really helpful if you did just so that you get the weekly emails but that we can send things like this to you as well um so you can have it you know those of you particularly that are already gifted in intercession like be praying for them like I'd love it if there was a team that were just intentionally praying um, for our goals as a community this year but um, it's really exciting isn't it there's like so much there in terms of we want to you know we are asking a lot of us as a community but 
I say, let's go for it. We want to we wanna get sharper. We want to become more Christ-like. I want to be more like Jesus this time next year than how I am right now. You know, I want to be plugging into my small group. I want I want to be learning what it is to, to be a mum in this stage of life and glorifying Jesus in every way. And I want to be encouraging those in my small group to do it. I want them to be encouraging and keeping me accountable. Like, as we disciple together, I want to be reading books that where I'm just learning more about God's goodness and, and uh, his way for my life. I want to be building community. I want us right here in this room to get to know each other. I want the relationships in this room to be like so 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 strong this time next year that whatever challenges we come across we we've got the culture that can handle it we've got a culture of honor that encourages that if anyone comes into lighthouse church and starts you know just bringing a bit of negativity or cynicism that they just get looked at like what are you doing we don't that's not the way we talk around here that's not the way we talk about each other it's not how we talk about whoever's serving our coffee or you know we honor each other we encourage each other we love each other and we want to love Anglesey you know ultimately the reason me and Alan moved from Loughborough to here was because there are people a lot of people 99 percent of people that are not part of a Christian community on Anglesey, 99%. That's what the figures were that Andy Herrick quoted yesterday, wasn't it? 1% are in church on Anglesey. And so that's ultimately the reason why we are here, for those that don't know him. So we're going to go out there. I love the idea of once a term as a church serving Park Run so we can give all the volunteers a week off and let them run it or have time with their family and we marshal up and as Lighthouse Church do it or have Ankevney spend time there intentionally whatever it may look like but to be intentional with how we're spending our time that we're not always just hanging out with each other making ourselves feel good that we are out there we know the people of Anglesey we, we serve them often Whew.